The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code DKHOOPS. That's code DKHOOPS for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Robinson gets it to Adebayo, facing the defense. Oh, oh, and what a slam! Oh, a pirouette! Welcome in to NBA Pulse, production of iHeartRadio and the NBA. I'm Sarah Kustak, NBA analyst for the Yes Network, and today is Monday, May 22nd. From our extraordinary core group of NBA journalists, we're joined now by NBA.com senior writer John Schumann. And, whew, Shu, here we go. We've had a, a terrific postseason um, to this point, and, and not to say the conference finals have not been incredible, but last night uh, Miami does what Denver did the other night, extending their series uh, to a 3-0 series lead in the Eastern Conference Final with their 128-102 win at home against the Boston Celtics, and Gabe Vincent was incredible. 29 points for him. Duncan Robinson off the bench, 22 points, 18 for Caleb Martin as well off the bench. Uh, but it was just a complete team effort and domination, quite frankly, for this Miami Heat team as they shot over 54% from the three-point line. Uh, Boston felt like they just really did not show up. Um, no one had much to say after the game in terms of anything um but it was a, a collective responsibility uh for their lack of play from start to finish and, and Shu, when you started to dig into the numbers of this one um in particular this game and what we've seen through the course of this series what jumped out to you about what miami has been able to do yeah i think first of all i'm just kind of stunned by what miami has done throughout these playoffs i mean this was um you know the seventh best team in the east finished with the eighth seed they were Losing in the fourth quarter of their second play-in game, you know, so they were about six minutes from being eliminated. Um, 
came back to win that game against Chicago. Um, and here they are, <laughs> one game from the <laughs> from the finals. It's it's amazing. So, you know, the Heat had a winning record in the regular season, but they were actually outscored over their 82 games. They were outscored by 26 points over their 82 games. So I, I was curious, went back, so like, all right, what have any other um, teams that have been outscored had a negative point differential in the regular season? What have they done? Have they, has any other team won multiple series? Has any other team made the finals after doing that in the regular season? So I dug through it. There are 166 teams in the 77 years of the NBA that have made the playoffs with a negative point differential. 36 of the 166, uh, which is about 22%, won a series. And the Heat are the only the second of those 166 teams to win a second series. So just to get to the conference finals, they've won two series. They're only the second team in the in the NBA history to have a negative point differential in the regular season and win two series. The other one was the 1958-59 Lakers when there was only eight teams in the league and six of the eight made the playoffs. They actually had a losing record in the regular season, but were the two seed in the Western Division, uh, won a best of three series, and then upset the St. Louis Hawks in the uh, division finals and made and then got swept by Boston in the finals. So the 59 Lakers are the last team to make the finals after having a negative point differential in, in the regular season. Um, and that was a long, long time ago. Let me do my math real quick. I think 64 years ago. Um, <laughs> so that, that's that's sort of the sort of how unprecedented this sort of heat run is. I mean, I thought, you know, I asked the question uh, last night is like, is this the most like when's the last series we've had that's been like as stunning as this one is that the heat and the answer, of course, was probably the heat's beating the Bucks in the first round. Um, and so, yeah, you, I think you're just seeing like two of the more sort of stunning results in one run. Um, yeah. And it's 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 just pretty incredible to me. It- it's been incredible. And, and Shu, I think you look at this and, and we've talked about it. Eric Spoltz just talked about it after game, just the leadership of Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo and how that filters to everyone else, which is obviously Butler and Bam have been an extremely important. I mean, you can't say enough about the importance of them, but so many of these role players and complimentary players. And, you know, I talked about the numbers. We saw Tyler Hero, who um, it was reported last night, no longer wearing a brace, but he gets injured during the course of the playoffs. Victor Oladipo gets injured during the course of the playoffs. You got a guy in, in Gabe Vincent who has been it, unbelievable in, in the moments that he's come up and been able to produce. Kayla Martin, uh, Duncan Robinson essentially was out of the rotation this season and he comes in and he was huge last night. What have you seen about the the role players and a lot of these complimentary players and how they've performed in the postseason as opposed to what they necessarily did during the regular season? Yeah, I mean, in a general sense, the, the biggest difference between the heat, the regular season heat and the playoff seat is offense. Like they ranked 25th offensively in the regular season and they're second offensively in the playoffs at 117.5 points per 100 possessions. Um, And if you look at individual players, so there are 83 players who've taken at least 50 shots in the playoffs and the Caleb Martin, Duncan Robinson and Max Struess are second, fourth and sixth in, in, in regard to their effective field goal jump from the regular effective field goal percentage jump from the regular season to the playoffs. So they've been basically 
three of the six most improved shooters from the regular season to the playoffs. Good pass by Butler. Finished off by Caleb Martin. Martin is second. Duncan Robinson fourth. Max Juice is sixth. Um, I mean, that's huge. And, I mean, it's, it's, it's just amazing. If you look at the Heat, so last season in the regular season, they were uh, number one in three-point percentage in the regular season. And then in the playoffs, they were 13 out of 16 in three-point percentage. This season, they were 27th in the regular season, and they're first in the playoffs. Um, they've So game three against Boston was the third time in these playoffs that they've shot better than 50% from three-point range. Vincent got free. Another three. Another hit. He's been a flamethrower. In fact, I wrote after game one, you know, they shot, I think, I forget what it was, but they shot a little bit over 50% in game one. And I basically wrote after that, you know, they're not going to do that again. They're going to have to find other ways to win. And, of course, they shot better than 50% from three again in game three. Vincent on the drive. Pull up three. So they've done it three times in the playoffs. The first time was game one against Milwaukee and then games one and three of this series. They only did that twice in the regular season. So they shot better than 50% from three twice in the regular season. They've already done it three times in the playoffs. The only other team to shoot better than 50% on at least 25 three-point percentage, uh, three-point attempts in three or more playoff games was the 2016 Cavs. We know they won the championship. Uh, they did it four times, all in the Eastern Conference portion of the of the playoffs. They didn't do it in the finals. So they're, they've done something that's only been done once before. Uh, we've said that previously on this podcast. But this, another way, yeah. another way, they're sort of <laughs> doing something that that's only been done once before. So it's it's the three point shooting is just amazing. Caleb Martin, I I, I mean, he's been incredible. He's he's the guy the. Celtics are helping off of, right? He's getting lots of catches on the three-point line and he's got to either shoot or attack a closeout or whatever. And he's not one of these guys that's just an automatic shooter, right? He's not, you know, Duncan Robinson, who's just going to, if he's open and on a catch, he's going to shoot. Caleb Martin sort of hesitates sometimes and, you know, sometimes he attacks right away. Sometimes he hesitates and then sort of jab steps and maybe shoots, um, He's had some incredible finishes at the yeah. rim, and then he's also yeah. hit, hit some big shots from three. He had the biggest shot of game one, you know, where the Heat were in a in a drought and were up four. I want to say with a little bit more than two minutes left, and he hit a hit a, hit a corner three off of uh, a double team. Um, yeah, he's 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 been amazing. He's um, you know he, they got him off the scrap heap basically. You know, Charlotte had both Martin brothers chose Cody Martin over Caleb, and Caleb was sort of hanging out there. Miami picked him up. Um, there's a story who's the that they got advice from Jake Cole. Cole. Yes, to, to, to pick him up. It's, yeah. <laughs> what, They're all, what an amazing story. North, Car- North Carolina ties. North Carolina ties. They know one another. But but to your point, I mean, that's Martin. The first couple threes I think he made, he kind of clutched and doubled. I was like, there's no way he's going to make that after he hesitated and shot and still going through. Um, the Boston Celtics could have used some of that that three-point uh, magic because they did not have it. They have not had it, but did not have it last night. Just continuing to toss up three-point looks, 11 of 42 from beyond the arc. But when it comes to Boston... A week ago, coming into the Eastern Conference Finals, you probably would have thought they were the favorite and potential favorite um, 
even headed into the finals. Is there any hope left for this Celtics team that by all accounts last night watching them, it looked like across the board, everyone had kind of thrown in the towel? Yeah, I mean, we know that no no teams ever come back from from 3 but three teams have actually forced a game seven. And like, I, I think in any single, you got to go into it with like in any single game, they could win any single game, right? So focus on game four and, and sure, they could win game four. And if they get home for game five, yeah, sure, they could win game five. So, um, but I think the biggest disappointment with them is, is more their defense than their offense. I mean, their offense has definitely looked clunky at times and they've sort of, I don't know, they, they've, I don't think they've had the right sort of intentionality offensively as far as knowing exactly what they want to do and who, what they want to attack. I thought in game two, they were better with that. I think they went at Kevin Love quite a bit. They basically took him out of the game midway through the third quarter because they scored like three straight times when they ran, you know, pick and roll for Jason Tatum at Kevin Love. I think they were more intentional at going at Duncan Robinson. The Heat have done a nice job of sort of going zone when Duncan Robinson's out on the floor and sort of protecting him a little bit. Robinson has done a decent job when he is put in pick and roll of sort of hedging and recovering. I think the Heat have been, you know, sort of fantastic sort of behind that action and and being able to sort of uh, rotate and then recover. Also, I, but I also think Boston's defense has been disappointing. You know, they were also the number two defense in the in the league in the regular season, and I think when they get stops and they get in transition, that they've been good. Like they've outscored the Heat in transition in this series, um, in games one and two especially. Um, but they haven't gotten enough stops to to allow themselves to get those transition buckets and then sort of not have to worry about their half court offense as much. Yeah. Well, Boston will try to avoid getting swept tomorrow night, but tonight that's exactly what the Lakers are attempting to do in Los Angeles. We'll get to that right after the break. The NBA playoffs are heating up and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you got to check this out. New customers bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code DKHOOPS. That's code DKHOOPS for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See DKNG dot com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions terms and responsible gaming resources mtv's official challenge podcast is back for another season and guess what so are we just in case you forgot i'm tori deal i'm a six-time finalist and a challenge champion and i'm anisa ferrer and i've been gracing your screens for the last two decades i am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star and speaking of all-stars all-stars four is 
finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast. To start listening. Welcome back to NBA Pulse. Sarah Kustak joined by John Schumann and Shu. Uh, it's been it's been wild to think about both both of these uh, conference finals. Uh, opportunity for sweeps. Denver doing just that with their win in Game Three against the Lakers, one nineteen to one hundred eight. That was the first loss for uh, the Lakers at Crypto.com. Jamal Murray was exceptional, as was Nikola Jokic. Uh, they continue to roll and often uh, hear the cliche of, um, and now I'm going to mess it up, offense winning games, defense winning championships, but it's been the offense that has prevailed. The Nuggets have looked extraordinary against this Lakers defense, and and L.A. continues to look for answers. What what have you seen out of this series um, as we get set for game four here this evening? Yeah, to your point, this was the number one offense in the the playoffs, Denver against the number one defense in the playoffs, uh, the Lakers, you know, through the first two rounds. And it's been the offense that's won out. You know, uh, the Lakers, <clears throat> excuse me, allowed 103 points per 100 possessions in the first round, 110 in the second round, and they've allowed 121 over the three, first three games of this series. So uh, it's telling you Denver's doing it, and they're doing it on the outside. You know, I thought, you know, this would be sort of an interior battle. You know, Denver was in the through the first two, two rounds, was really strong in the paint, shooting in the paint, taking most of their shots in the paint, and then. The Lakers' defense was obviously strongest in the paint with Anthony Davis and and just how poorly teams had shot when he'd been been in the paint through the first two rounds. Um, And the Lakers are actually a plus 14 in the paint in this series over the first three games. They're also a plus 21 at the free throw line. Um, So that's plus 35 total sort of inside. Um, But Denver's a plus 6 from mid-range and a plus 51 from three-point range over the three, three games. The Nuggets have shot an amazing 20 for 34, which is 59% from mid-range and 41% from three-point range. Jamal Murray has been the guy 11 for 15 from mid-range over the three games, which is uh, pretty amazing. Um, And the Lakers obviously have struggled. Uh, Austin Reeves, 13 for 23. LeBron James, 3 for 19. D'Angelo Russell, 2 for 14. Um, from three, a big reason why the Lakers have been outscored by 53 points in his 79 minutes on the floor. Um, they're actually a plus 31 and 65 minutes with Russell off the floor. Um, so I can imagine we're going to see a lineup change, uh, 
going forward. So, um, I think they've, you know, they're obviously in a desperate situation. There's talk of Mo Bamba coming back for game four. I don't know if that's going to help. I don't know if he's going to be able to defend Nikola Jokic any better than Anthony Davis has, but, um, you know, uh, I think this 3-0 is uh, obviously a lot less of a surprise than than the Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah, it, it'll be interesting to watch here this evening, that game, 8.30 p.m. Eastern on ESPN. Uh, Shu, as always, we appreciate your time. We will continue reading all of your stuff on NBA.com, and we look forward to talking with you next time. All right, sir. NBA Pulse with Sarah Kustak is a production of the NBA and iHeartRadio. Please rate, review, and subscribe on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.